Hey guys, welcome to the Bacon Boardcast, episode number 354. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. And we're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being The Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. Next is The List, the comic books that we are looking forward to coming out November 8th, 2017. We follow that up with our weekly rotating main topic. And this week it's time for our monthly trading policy, where we pick a trade paperback or original graphic novel to talk about. Uh, this week, or this month, it was one of my picks. And this is going to be DC Earth One, uh, Teen Titans Volume Two, written by Jeff Lemire with art by Andy McDonald. It, we read Volume One back in the day. Back in the we day, did. don't like remember the episode. two years ago, I think, when it came out. Yeah, uh, wow, give or take. And I mean, a pretty vintage book at this time, mm-hmm. but not as vintage as the first beer Paul and I are having. And this is uh, from uh, Courage. The, the brewery is called Courage, and this is their Imperial Russian Stout. This is a 2012 vintage, 10%, and uh, what's crazy is you can age this till 2025. You could. <laughs> you could. You should. Wait, when's this one from? 2012. Oh. Wow, I thought you said 15 before. I'm sorry. No. He didn't put the emphasis on the end, so you probably missed it. He didn't go, 2012. 12. 2012. Um, but this is a this is a nice, enjoyable English style um, Russian Imperial. I think we're a little used to a lot more of those kind of hoppy notes that you do get into the Russian Imperials nowadays. Um, but you don't get that rich caramelness with this. You kind of get a a smoky kind of yeah kind of flavor. Uh, earthy. But it, this nice. is a traditional. Uh, Traditional English one that they've been brewing um, before the 1800s. This uh, is like a hobbit size. It's like a, probably 11 ounces. 9.3. US. 9.3. <laughs> 275 milliliter. Uh, this is yeah. This is a hobbit serving. Uh, split between the two of us, and uh, it, it's for 10 percent. It goes down pretty smooth. There's no real alcohol burn or warmth to it. Yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's very from good. 2012. So. Um, you know, and it says you get, like, some... Um, it's not teriyaki. It hasn't turned weird. Yeah. It's, it's good. It says it has an espresso body with pear overtones, and you get that kind of... You get, like, a, a fruity. I don't know... I don't know if I get pear or fruity. I get I get the espresso. I, I, get that, I get that fruity little bit of sweet on it, on the tongue. I mean, it's it coats your mouth. And, it, I mean, geez, look at your glass. It coats yeah. the glass as well. Mm-hmm. It turns your whole glass brown. Old poo glass. Old. Well, there's an episode title. <laughs> Chris, what are you drinking? Uh, I have a limited release from Funky Buddha Brewery down here in Florida, and this is their Buttercup. It's a double brown ale with peanuts, vanilla, and cocoa nibs added. Mm. And the very first thing about this beer is when you take a sniff of it, it's just straight up peanuts on the nose. Like, you just got a basket of fresh peanuts from, you know, that that restaurant down the road from you where people just shell peanuts and they toss them on the ground. Mm-hmm. It's just like that strong, kind of like starchy peanut smell. Uh, it smells really good. I'm just taking a whiff of it now. And man, it's like, it's just all peanut. Um, on your sip, you definitely get some of that chocolate uh, malt on it. The brown ale kind of gets covered up from the uh, vanilla and the chocolate and that overwhelming peanut but this is really good but i like this a lot it sounds good this, what this, is it, it wouldn't again? surprise me if this um it's called but a cup but a cup b-u-t-t-a yeah. apostrophe cup well, like a peanut butter cup oh, okay. but but a cup it's got a the, the label is a chocolate bar playing spin the bottle with a peanut mm. and the peanut is sweating as the bottles point to him, and the chocolate bar has hearts drawn over it and kissy face. Ooh. Funky Buddha, man. They're so good. I wish they were here. Like, honestly, this is one of those fears that if you, like, blind taste tested this and you told me it was from, like, Southern Tier, I'd be like, okay, I, I believe that. This would be something great in their line of dessert beers. Which I might have picked up something else Ooh. <laughs> from mm. that that I'm sitting on for maybe later or maybe next week. We'll see. But no, I I really dig the spear. It's solid. Uh, this is something I look forward to trying when uh, the next time I visit you. Mm, man, so far away. 
Not that far away. Yes. A couple months. Did I tell you that I got a <laughs> I got a bottle of uh, 16th Ithaca 16th anniversary? You did. I kind of want to open it to see if it fizzes up and explodes, or <laughs> this might be the one. This might be this the one. This could be the year. This could be it that it actually works. But you know, we got to drink it with Chris, so maybe we'll bring that down. Yeah. Hey, that'd be good. Or maybe if you come up, Chris, between now and then, that we we can drink it all together. But uh, that that would be exciting, but not as exciting <laughs> as the news. The news. The news. My own segue. There you it's go. A, uh, big big news this week. Uh, Stranger Things season two debuted finally over on the Netflix, and Thor Ragnarok came out. Both are great. Both worthy of your time. Yeah, uh, Thor Ragnarok. We don't have the Stranger Things numbers because you know Netflix doesn't release them, but everybody that has Netflix is watching it. Yeah, I would say so. I would agree. I, I, Okay, episode uh, count, everybody. Uh, we'll probably go do this for the next following weeks. Chris, you are done? Yeah, I, I watched all nine episodes the day that it came out. I, I played World of Warcraft in the morning, and then around like 11 o'clock, I was like, okay, time for some uh, Stranger Things, and then I, I killed the whole season. And he never needed to put on pants. What a great day. Nope. <laughs> John, off all day. Didn't have to. Uh, I believe I'm on episode seven. On episode seven? I'm on episode two. So mm. I'm I'm behind, but I will catch up eventually because you know there's only nine episodes. So <laughs> give me some time. I'll uh, give you some time. Thor Ragnarok. You both you two both saw it. Yes. Yep. You both really enjoyed it. I loved it. Yeah, I, I really dug it. It's it's up there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to see I, it on Tuesday. Today's Sunday. Sunday. I'm just sad it's going to be a while for us to get to that one for the uh, Marvel movie retrospective. Because <laughs> I really want to go deep dive on that one. Right? And it uh, by the time, though, we'll probably have seen it a few more times. So once that movie gets on the, that list. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought it was... Uh, I thought the humor was great. I thought the action scenes were great. Um, just everyone did a great job with it. Um I don't want to give anything away for Paul, but a couple characters, like, I wasn't expecting to be my favorite, so I was like, uh, that guy's great. Um, and just, uh, a lot of, um, a lot of different things that, like, um, a lot of different things to catch. Like, Easter eggs that kind of make you happy. Um, and one of the things is, in one of the scenes, um, they have very Carpenter-esque music playing. It's very digital-sounding. Okay. Um, which made me think of when uh, the director pitched being the director of this movie, he cut together a trailer using John Carpenter movies. Okay. And I was just like, oh, like, that's kind of cool. Like, it's it, it's very Carpenter-esque music. So I was just kind of... Uh, really... all, the, all the music was by Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo. Oh, really? Yep. Well, that also makes sense. Oh, man. He did the, uh, movie, the movie, movie music for Transformers the movie, the animated one. Did he really? Uh, he's also the guy who did the music for uh, Rushmore. Maybe he did. I don't know. I might have made up that fact. I think that's made up. Yeah, because I think uh, Weird Al Stare to be Stupid is on the trans- soundtrack for uh, Transformers, the movie, the animated one. The motion picture. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know what character you're talking about becoming one of your favorite, but I hope it's Korg. Yep. Okay. Because <laughs> he's, he's great. You wrote a hammer? Oh, it was, I'm a three wolf. Like, brilliant. brilliant. Hi. Would you like to get on my ship? Uh, yeah, it was it was really a lot of fun. Um, I loved I loved it. I, I I can't wait. Halfway through the movie, I was like, I can't wait to see this movie again. Um, so yeah, I'll uh, probably be gushing for a lot more about this if you don't shut me up. So. All right. Well, it may, people are gushing, people are rushing. Maybe not gushing, but they are rushing to the theaters to see it. As uh, Box Office Mojo has its weekend estimate, granted we're recording on Sunday, as I said earlier, so they're they're estimating it making $121 million its opening weekend. And where does that put us in opening weekends and grosses for movies? Uh Really good. Like, what do you mean? Like, well, you told you told me it was like the the fifth best one. I I don't think I said it's the fifth best, but well, it is, I saw a, a post somewhere that they were saying this was on track to outpace uh, Spider Man. 
Oh, which okay. uh, which Spider-Man: Homecoming? Like it was already uh, gonna have like a bigger opening weekend, not even including. Uh, uh, yeah, it probably is. It is the biggest November release of all time right now. So it's going to be right up there. Uh, I don't know what's, but Spider-Man: Homecoming had the biggest opening weekend, right? Uh, this summer. So let's see. And then it might be Beauty and the Beast was the other one. So I'll look up those right now. Of course, Spider-Man: Homecoming because I didn't put a dash in it. Didn't show up. It opened at 117, so it is bigger than Spider-Man: Homecoming. Uh, the other, B-A-U to B, and the Beast. Opened with 174, so it's right there. And Beating the Beast is the, large, is the biggest movie of the year so far. So it's going to be close. Going to be close. We'll be in there. Uh, it's one that I just I think it's just going to continue to keep making money, just word of mouth, and people wanting to go back and see it. Yeah. Um. So uh, I think. The only other news that I was bringing to the table was uh, one of Paul and I's favorite breweries, uh, Clown Shoes, um, just purchased by Harpoon Brewery. Uh, Harpoon is um, a uh, Massachusetts brewery. They're about 30 years old um, and, in my mind, have been struggling for the last couple of years with the identity. Um, and But in the last two years, they've really been growing, and this is one of their... 2017 was one of their best years um, company-wide and brand-wide. Um, so it's interesting that they ended up purchasing Harpoon. I'm never really disappointed in Harpoon's beers, but I'm never blown away by them either. I, yeah. I really loved last year and this year uh, Flannel Friday. Um, oh, that was... Yeah, I remember that one. That one was Didn't good. have it. it. No, I think we did. It was in like a sampler pack. You, you had it. Chris and I also um, I also had it, but uh, it was it was really really good. Um, and uh, like our, a what local, kind of beer was it? It was a like a hoppy amber. Oh. It had it had like a nice like apricotiness to it, peachiness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Harpoon like up here regionally, um, Wegmans is a big grocery chain, and like they they do a menu magazine every year um, or every season, every yeah, once, yeah, once couple. Quarter. Yeah, something like that. And uh, Harpoon's like the big beer, one of the big beers in that, with their new uh, vanilla porter. So they didn't go. They didn't go local and go with Robach. Seems since Robach is you know has their no. vanilla porter. Um, Genesee, Southern Tier, those two guys are in it. Um, Harpoon, uh, Victory with Golden Monkey. Uh, Stella and um, non-craft beer people love Stella. Yeah, they, yeah, think they it's do. It's the fanciest thing ever, right? And it's not even Belgian. Uh, and that, yeah, like uh, another Duvel. Duvel's golden. Um, but you're really interesting. Like Harpoon made it for the big Christmas month. Do we have any? We talked, talked about a bunch about of yeah. Jordan Peele taking uh, relaunching uh, twi- uh, the Twilight Zone, which I think is very interesting. Uh, I think yeah. that'll be fun. I'm sorry, what's that? I was gonna say yeah, yeah Paul. Also, um, you mentioned it before, but Blizzard they have uh, BlizzCon going on this weekend. They announced a bunch of stuff for all their games except for Diablo. Um, but yeah, new World of Warcraft expansion, and then the return of what people have been clamoring for for a while, legacy servers, which is just back to basics, the old school, classic uh, World of Warcraft, levels 1 through 60, and that's it. Nice. Uh, you know. Which I, I, I wouldn't mind talking about this more, like, kind of on its own, because okay. the whole legacy server thing's been a discussion like, point for a while with them. Sounds yeah, like because, a not episode for you two. Because they had that, a, that's why I was thinking that. They had pirate servers going on for a while, and then Blizzard's lawyers shut it down, and then it came, Then they're like, ah, never mind, you guys can do it for now. And then, you know, so it's been back and forth. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I think, yeah, once it releases, I kind of want to jump into it, mess around with it, see see what's there, and uh, then maybe we can talk about this. So, in the, in the far-flung future... Somewhere in time and space. Mm-hmm. 
All right, guys. Let's get into uh, either our next beer or into the list, right? Yeah. So you guys have a lot more beer than I do, so you you pick where you want to go because I'm going to finish the rest of my bottle of Buttercup. Yeah. And then I'll probably, when you guys reach the halfway point with your beers, I'll grab my next one. Yeah, take your time. Yeah. Uh, so I was feeling Russian Imperials. Uh, so we are doing a vertical of Old Rasputin from uh, North Coast uh, Brewing Company. We have a 15, a 16, and a 17, uh, and we just cracked open the 17. Man, I remember Old Rasputin be like dragon breath. You know, like you take a sip and you just feel the alcohol all the way through. This nothing. I don't remember that. I remember. Yeah, it I don't being, think I ever got that. Uh, that rich coffee espresso, and I remember it being a little more easy drinking for the the nine percent that this beer is. Was it always nine percent? I, I believe it was always nine percent. I thought it was. I know it's always been a big boy, yeah. yeah nine. Uh, but one of my favorite Russian Imperials. Um, dramatically different from Courage. Yeah. Um, a lot more bitter on this. Mm-hmm. No real roastiness. Um, Roastedness, if you let your mouth, if you swallow and let it just sit, like the aptis sit in your mouth. Like, that's where all the roasted flavors that, like, the charred bit of toast come out. Like, if you ate a bit of toast that was a little uh, blackened. Okay. You know, that aftertaste is there. That's on my tongue right now. Um, um, but yeah, there's no real earthiness. There's no richness that that mouthfeel, that uh, coating your mouth, isn't. It's not quite as there. Right. It's there, but it's a little bit watery. Um, and I agree. And I just think that oh, maybe I was just drinking older bottles. Maybe when we get to the uh, 16 or the 15, things will change. Um, but I don't know. I think maybe uh, starting with the. Courage might have done our palates a disfavor, but uh, I don't know. It's still an enjoyable, good drinking beer. I still like it. Um, it's definitely it's a cold, rainy day here in Buffalo, and that's kind of why I got that feeling for Russian Imperials. Called the audible 15 minutes before he showed up. Like, <laughs> those Russian Imperials from the basement, Paul. Screw your IPAs that you got. I'm like, oh, okay. Those are still good. Those are still good. And those are those are just more for you just to drink. Yeah, I'm going to drink them now on my own. Yeah. I'm not saving them. Don't save them. Can't. Keep them. They'll go bad. Much like, you know, we can't wait on these books. We gotta, we got to read them while they're fresh. Individual. Right, Chris? Yes. What book are you looking forward to coming uh, up? On? I'm actually looking to go back to a book I haven't picked up in a while. I've been really bad with buying comics over the last couple months. I know I've mentioned it before. Uh, but one that I definitely have to check out is Detective Comics number 968, because this has the return of Mr. Timothy Drake to the universe. Uh, after some of the stuff that's been going on in like the whole Watchmen, Watch the Clock thing, whatever they're calling this, uh, they've revealed who Mr. Oz is and what his game's at. Uh, I'm just happy to see Tim Drake back, though. So yeah, that's that's what's bringing me back to it. He's he's back not as like that weird like hacker kid that figured out who Batman was and wasn't ever really Robin. No, it's it's, it's Tim Drake back as Red Robin. Okay. Like, but wasn't he Batman Beyond for a while? Yeah, but then like we only read like the first uh, issue of that I think or something. <laughs> it was only for like a one arc thing. Yeah, it's so weird. They've done some screwy <laughs> things. They have done some screwy things. That's comic books in general, though. Mm-hmm. What about you, Paul? What do you got? Well, what I got is a uh, class, a, a modern-day retelling of the Red Riding Hood story with a coyote fr- from Image Comics called Coyotes Number 1, written by Sean Lewis and art by Caitlin y- Yarsky, um, both names that I haven't heard from, be- you know, heard of before. It's an Image comic book, guys. I'm going indie. Hey! Uh, yeah, so this is about uh, young girls being abducted near the border. Uh, maybe they're being hunted by, you know, hunted out by wolves, and a detective finds a young girl with secrets and swords. Mm. And uh, they're gonna, it's a miniseries, so we'll, we'll see how they do this retelling of Red Riding Hood. Yes, we will. Uh, at first, I was really excited about the new Moon Knight book, 188, with that legacy uh, 
uh, numbering. Um, that's written by Max Bemis and art by Jance Barrows. Crazy Runs in the Family, Part 1. Uh, and then I saw that Mr. Miracle number four is coming out. Wait, we get to wait, we get to see Moon Knight's grandpa. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, the Mr. Miracle series um, probably going to be my vote for best comic book of 2017. I love it. I think it's uh, pacing, how they do the art, everything is just um, amazing in it. And this is four of twelve, so I have eight more issues to look forward to. But uh, definitely something that once I heard an interview with um, the uh, the writer um, Tom King and heard what he was what his plan was. Uh, well, you get a brief idea what he's mm-hmm. going for, and then the fact that we Chris had us read those vision books. I have a whole new appreciation appreciation for Tom King and how he does a story. And um, looking just forward to this book, uh, it's going to probably be my number one pick every month that uh, it comes out because it is just um, extremely well done. It's a good book. All right, so I guess that brings us to <laughs> Long Pause. Paul, Paul is not impressed by it, but okay. No, no, I, I just... I have nothing to say about it. You can. I've said everything I could say about it during our review. Of well, wait till you have to read all twelve issues for a trade and policy. Yeah, well, I'll <laughs> wait on that because it'll be two volumes. Uh, yeah, let's get into the, the the our main topic, right? No, no, no. Guys, we got to do something, right? Yeah, we always have to do a dramatic reading from Astonishing X Men number one, page twenty-two, panel two. Are you sure, Betsy? I thought Baruch was dead. <laughs> I used the power to keep Shadow King imprisoned in my mind, Rogue. I know what he feels like. He's going after psychics, building a web. He wants to use us to force his way out of the astral plane and back into this world. Isn't she English? She is. She it? is. Was that his English accent? But not in this dramatic reading of a sashing X-Men. It is Southern? Yeah. No, I butchered both. Well, you did a kind of a Southern accent for the first one, and then it just went right into the other voice. You did nothing to change voices. I tried to become more breathy. <laughs> I just wanted to be very breathy and airy on my second voice for uh, Psylocke. If you're wondering who the characters are, uh, check, our, check out our show notes that are excellently done by Chris. Well, thank you very much. I try, and those are all over at baggingboard.com. But, you know, once a month, we also try to pick a worthwhile trade paperback that we make each other read in something of our monthly book club segment, uh, our trading policy. Uh, something that we've done for, I think, all of the ones that have come out except for one, uh, with the Earth One graphic novels that DC has been publishing. Really nice format, hardcover books, uh, with the reinvention of their characters. We've, we've checked out all of them except for... Batman Volume 2. Uh, for the most part, we've tended to enjoy these, some more than others. Uh, but yeah, this was the second part of the Teen Titans one. And this was Teen Titans Volume 2, written as was the first part by Jeff Lemire. Art this time by Andy McDonald. The first one was uh, Terry Dodson, not on this one. But this is the continuing adventures of the Earth 1 version of the Teen Titans after they've escaped from Cadmus Labs and they're kind of runawaying from uh, from the government organization that's out to get them. I see what you did there with the yeah, runawaying because, because it is I, I didn't get it so much with volume one, but volume two where you have them living in like an abandoned housing mm-hmm. like complex, I was like, okay, this this is runaways now. But it's just, it's still lacking that heart. Uh, it's its lacking uh, any like, I, I don't want to say likability because it feels like it's trying, but I did not enjoy this book. Uh, no, I, I didn't either, and I'm, I'm sorry. I, I remember not loving the first volume, but towards the end, 
I started going, oh, okay, you know. And by the time I finished it, I was like, well, that was interesting enough. You know, and they, it seemed like it was really setting up the second volume. Then you get to the second volume, and that setup stuff is just briefly shown, not really too much talked about. Um, and then it just, it's just like a mishmash of things. And um, I it just, but yeah, it's like no, there's nothing. Not, there's nothing I really like about. It. I think the art looks really nice in it. Um, some of the character designs are, you know, mm-hmm. okay. Um, Wally but, was cool. I liked Wally's suit. I liked Wally's suit, and I no, liked man, that's one of the hardest things that DC has been doing. Like with the Flash, like oh, we got to make all the flashes look different. And they haven't been able to do anything cool with Wally since he's been back. And I liked Wonder Girl. Yeah. I liked how she looked, and I liked that... that like she was, like, a little... Like, I don't know, a little princess of power. Yeah. And, um... Like Chris was saying with the Runaways, it was... it She was Molly. Yeah. I don't know who that is. From the Runaways. Yeah, no, Listeners I... Listeners that, that... That know that book would get yeah, that. would get that. Yeah. Um, I do like that, like, she is obviously the youngest out of everyone and she's like half their size but a lot of times she's floating so she's mm-hmm. eye level with everybody so nobody's looking down on her like that was one of the things that I took away from the book like hey I, I like mm-hmm. I like that like it was trying she's trying to be bigger than she is when she's still just a a, a wee little ass yeah. yeah and the thing I kind of want to talk about a little bit more is the art because I really like Terry Dodson's art on the first volume. So going into this one, the style was a little bit different, and it took me a while to get kind of back into the characters. Um, but ultimately, like the stories, it didn't feel like it had any heart. And I think that's really what you need with a group of characters like the Teen Titans. It's the characters you care about banding together as a family. And I really feel like that was lacking from this. Yeah, because in the beginning, you're with the original Teen Titans, the ones that we read in Volume 1. And Volume 1 left no impression on me whatsoever. Because as I was reading this book, I'm like, I have no idea what's who these... Wait, is Terry evil? I always forget whether or not she's evil or not. Like, if she's going to betray the team. I, I, and I'm like, oh, it'll get... I'm sure that'll catch me up. I'm sure I'll start remembering things. Nope. <laughs> Nope. It caught me up. It told me what was going on with the characters. So I, I and I slightly remembered Volume One now, but not enough. Like it left no impression. But Volume Two, they start off and Tara's kind of on her own and she's picking fights with you know uh, Beast Boy and Beast Boy and Tempest are Tempe are hanging out. Aqua Lad, who's a merman, Abe Sapien, Kid Abe, Abe Sapien, with dreads, with dreads. With dready gills and uh, and Vic is becoming you know more and more of a I guess a aluminum foil man and yeah we're taken by the metal he's starting to get less and less it's it's just wasn't that fun you don't feel that hurt that you were talking about Chris you feel like this is a team divided that's there but not coming together at all. Uh, and it feels like the reason Jeff Lemire got the, this book to write is because he's good at doing that with characters. And it definitely feels like he just, it almost feels phoned in. Like he was kind of like, mm, they asked me to do this. I said yes, and uh, this is due tomorrow. Let's like bang this out. Because even like at the end when like the liquid metal that's covered cyborg uh, all of a sudden leaves his body and you're like oh that was weird is he dead and then all of a sudden he comes out and he's in a giant robot it goes back to the <laughs> ship and the ship you know like the ship merged yeah, back but you never see that all of a sudden he just comes out and he's yeah, like he just shows up, just in, shows like, up in, in, this, in this robot and I was like what the hell just happened did pages stick together like no, there was there was a bit where you see the you see the stuff li- leave his body, leave his body into the ship, and it, it connects to the ship. And it connect. Okay, didn't I didn't get that? And even if it does, like, oh, it connected with the ship. 
giant robot suit and he's got like it's a little cut out and he's in the center like pulling the gears to move the legs like yeah, he's got the nintendo uh yeah he, he's hooked it up with slime with slime you know from ghostbusters 2 yeah that's that's exactly what happened his uh, love is taking it higher but i was just like what and then like the end of the book and these like he shows up at the fire, like, riding on top of the robot, like, oh, we're going to sit around the fire here? Well, because he can't be too... They explain it. They're like, he can't be too far away, otherwise he goes back into the metal cocoon. Yeah. From Rover. Which, isn't that the name of the Sentinel from from that one series, from the uh, Sentinel series back in the day? I don't Didn't know. They, that kid called I, us. I never read the whole series. I never like the first couple issues. Yeah. All I know is... That moment when he comes out in the big mech suit is DC doing that. I want to be popular, but I don't think I'm cool enough to be popular. Thing that they do constantly with these like rebrandings and retellings, where they're like, "Oh, Cyborg's kind of cool, but how can we make him cooler?" Uh, mech suit instead. Like, why? Just, just trust and like the the. Uh, the DC universe or the cinematic universe is doing it. Like they keep on like, oh, I don't think our cool characters are cool enough for now. So they keep on trying to like rehash them in a way that they think is cool, but it's even worse than their original vision and concept. Yeah, it's it's a Tim Drake ink of of everything. Hate it. DC, you're cool. You're cool as is. You were cool. You're trying too hard. You're trying too hard. Don't put a bow on it. Don't put a bird on it. Just show up, man. No birds, no bows. Just show yeah, up. I, I guess uh, the next one's going to be the Green Lantern one, which is coming out in 2019. I mean, I'll still check that one out, but I think at this point I'm done with, with the Teen Titans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, they've, they've showed some art for... Wonder Woman, or two. Volume two. Volume two. And that There's was... Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. writing it? Same, same team. Morrison? Yeah, and Yannick Paquette. So it's coming out in 2050? Maybe. But that was one, when I saw that, I was like, well, that's that's a pass. I'm, I'm not going to do that again. And reading reading this and having seen that, I was like, I'd be more... I, I, I'm, I, I'm more interested in checking out Batman Volume 2 with that Batman I, book, me not enjoying that much. It was good, but it wasn't good. Right. It's funny you said that because I was kind of at the same point after reading this, and I was like, well, I always kind of equated Batman Earth 1 as, like, the worst of them. But as the lines progressed, I'm kind of thinking, like, well, maybe I should go back to read Batman Volume 2 because it's probably going to be better than what we've been getting. Batman Vol- Earth 1 Volume 1 suffered because it came out during Scott Snyder's Batman Year One or Year Year Two, a story arc. So you were getting the same story that you were getting in Scott Snyder's comics, but in Earth One with Jeff Johns, and it was like, yeah, this isn't as good as what I'm getting normally with Batman. And I yeah. just spent hardcover price. I paid a prestige amount of money for this book, and every month right now I'm getting awesome comics for two fifty. Because I think that was when they were still drawing. No, two ninety nine. That's when. That was, yeah, two ninety nine. They were drawing the line. Uh, two ninety nine. Just as like a to take a look at the Earth One line as a whole, I'd say just read the Superman ones. Pretty much everything else you can skip. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and speaking of pr- spending uh, prestige points, Chris, your next beer. What did you? Uh, you spent. Uh, spend I, of- I figured since we were kind of blasting through Teen Titans, <laughs> I might as well just save my beer. Yeah, go, yeah, go for it. We're, we're on our uh, second of the. Uh, we got we got a vertical to complete. Yeah. So, uh, we are on the second. Uh, this is the year old old Rasputin, and boy, does this taste better. Mm-hmm. This is more of what I want in a uh, Russian Imperial. Mm-hmm. It's got more body. It's that bitterness has gone out. It's got that. It's still er- there in the yeah, after, in but the it's backhand. it's what you expect. Mm-hmm. It's it's. Got a little more uh, that earthiness to yeah. it. Um, this is what I envision when I sip on a, yeah. a Russian Imperial. This is a rich, 
dark chocolatey kind of bitterness that's in the aftertaste, but it's not, you know, just bitter. It's got a richness there. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying this one. I slammed down the last one because I'm like, oh shit, we are out of things to talk about with Teen Titans already. <laughs> uh, and we, we can, we'll finish the 16, uh, you and me after the show, because this is wrapping well, up. And if you guys want to still talk about, can we, is there anything else we can tack on to talk about? Is there anything that we've all watched or? Hey guys. Uh, so- hey guys. Uh, John over here at the Bagden Broadcast. Uh, Short episode. Uh, we wanted to fill some time in, and we want you to hear us uh, enjoy that last vertical from the Russian Imperial. So enjoy Just Friends starting to talk about uh, Thor Ragnarok without any spoilers, and then go into us uh, having just a friend uh, rip each other apart about vacation and how we go on vacation. Each va- other? Each other? <laughs> or just one? Well, you're doing it back to both of us. I've tried. So it's all it's That's a, it's, true. it's, yeah. it's secular. We're going around in a circle here. It's secular. I don't know. It's not secular. religious. <laughs> it's circular. Circular. We're circular. Well, we, I mean, Stranger Things two came out. I mean, granted, you guys aren't that far into it, but do we want to talk about that? I feel bad because this would be a perfect time to do a complete review of Thor. It would be awesome right now because we could do it at the end of the show. So if people like me that don't get to the movies very often could stop and be like, "Oh, cool! Like we're talking about Thor." You could leave the room, and Chris I and I could, could just leave die. The room, or I could be spoiled, and they would be fine. I could take that bullet for everybody. No, uh, think, no, it's, is think, it, I wouldn't do that is there to spoilers? you. Spoilers, or is there really spoilers? I, I think there could be some spoilers, but I think for the most part, everything that I came out of Thor liking and appreciating was the stuff that I was going in already expecting and saying like where oh you know this is going to be the Guardians of Galaxy vacation of Thor because mm-hmm. it is it's brighter colors it's fun music there's jokes in there and the jokes do a good job of balancing off like the dramatic stuff that's happening there. like at no point does we feel too heavy because these moments that just completely undercut it. And are okay, laugh again. Thank you for uh but can it's a spoiler that I review because that's how I felt like it was gonna be heading and I think it's just a good balance of all of that. Uh yeah, and um the the background characters when he's on that uh alien planet, because obviously we know he goes to an alien planet. Uh everything Everything is so Kirby esque with designs, yeah. how people look. Like it's it's very very Kirby. Um, I my only complaint, and this it's a very minor complaint. I kind of wish they had kept the whole Hulk being in the movie thing, like a secret, like a secret. Had that like deeply buried. Don't let that be known at all, because I think I would have loved all of that interaction a lot more if I didn't go in expecting it. Yeah, but the thing is, that first trailer, you're like, okay, cool. It seems different. You got the... Like, the 80s rocking guitar and everything. But what made that first trailer was... Yes! I know that guy! From work! It's like... At that point, you're like, oh, I know what I'm buying into now. Because up until that point, other than the 80s rock music, you're like, oh, it's just another freaking Thor movie. This is the worst of the franchise. Uh, I might see it or I might not that moment you're like oh this is a must see i gotta get i gotta get there i gotta go and i feel like um you in the trailer you didn't see like the full versions of stuff stuff that was happening um it was one of those things where um you uh like in the scene where he jumps up and you see that he's gonna punch uh polk you didn't see the finished version of that. There's more going on in that picture. Um, the scene where it's uh, the Revengers. Uh, Revengers? The Ravengers? I thought Revengers. It was, no, it's Revengers. Revengers. Oh, I don't know the Revengers. It said in the trailer. He he called like, what are we going to call themselves? And he's like, uh, Revengers. <laughs> um, you see like Hulk and Valkyrie and him to them together but it's like a different background like it just to me like the things that happened i was like 
Well, that's not where I expected that to happen. It didn't seem like that's where it happened in the trailer. It's. I, I'm excited to see it. Like I when I when I texted John saying, "Hey, do we have plans to see the Thor movie?" and then he let me know five days later that it he was two had. days later. <laughs> it felt like an eternity, John. I was sitting because I was like, "Oh, night. I was going to respond to him, but I'm just going to I'm going to see him tomorrow." Two days, not tomorrow. It was like a day and a half. Right. Anyways, that he already had plans to go see it without me. They had already had the tickets purchased. Yeah, our t- our tickets were purchased when we were before. It was they were p- purchased before we went down to visit Chris. We bought. When I was, was it when I was taking you guys to the airport? Or was it when we dropped off Janet from the airport? And you were like, "Okay, so this is the day we're seeing the movie. So you better be ready to talk about it yeah. at this time." Uh, well, that was the conversation, and then while we were driving back to Chris's apartment I to hang I out, somebody else to look at and give like a gym look from to, the office right now <laughs> to hang. Because I'm like, all this conversation happened. Yeah, I wasn't. Involved. You weren't there. But here's the thing too: is when we were driving back to Chris's apartment to hang out for about an hour before we went brewery hopping. Uh-huh. Uh, Where you guys drunkenly texted me like, "Sorry, Paul, we bought you a beer, but it's all gone." But we drank it. it. Okay. Uh, no, well, my okay, wife's story. They they couldn't completely fill the crowler for you because hip kicked. Uh-huh. It wouldn't be that good right, if they didn't fill the, the crowler. So we opted just to drink it for you instead of giving you the half-hearted version of it for free. We drank it for free. But anyways. My wife's and <laughs> my wife. I love it because I gave them money. It's not like it wasn't. Hey, it you was always going to be free for you guys. You bought us. You bought us. You bought us a round of flights for everybody, and we shared the beers. Like that's it great. was very nice that's of you. That's what I wanted to do. We gave the rest of your money back to you. But you're like, but we drank it for free, so it was free. Like we wouldn't say no. But it was no, already we, free we to you. Beer that, we still drank the beer that you bought us. It's just the beer that. We were gonna buy for you, ran out, and then that was that. I yeah, was gonna Florida give it was all out of beer. I was gonna there. It was the, like that one flight. That's one. That one uh, flight on uh, Southwest where they everybody drank all the alcohol. Like they ran out of alcohol on it. It was during the, a San Francisco and Oakland game in California, and this flight ran out of alcohol. <laughs> Well, they still had beer, but just not the beer that we thought was best to send back to you. Oh, okay. Any any of the other stuff there, it was it was all good. It was all drinkable, but it didn't measure up to yeah. the one that we're like, yep, this is the one. The, the, Apparently, this episode mm-hmm. is becoming the Festivus episode where we're airing grievances. <laughs> the thing is, is the the two beers that oh, we oh, want. Oh, I, I took a sip of this beer and I was like, oh my god, Paul. Would... Oh. That, that was my review of it. Yeah, and the, the two beers that we wanted to bring to you. Sounds great. It was. Thank you. <laughs> Sounds great. I can't wait to visit you and we have that beer. Uh, yes, we're definitely going to 1010. Yeah, we're going back. Oh, yeah. 1010, yeah. Uh, the two beers that we wanted to bring you, the one they wouldn't fill in Growler, which... which oh, why wouldn't you start I know. off with the middle finger? <laughs> you gave you the finger at the you one. You literally started with, like, okay, there was well, two no, beers. I went two the beers. I went two beers, and then I went to... I brought my <laughs> index finger down for the one, the one thing... Um, we probably could have. Feeling a lot of hate. That's if, all I know. If if we were in a better state of mind, I feel like the Teen Titans volume two are over. If here. we were in a better state of mind, because we did a lot of drinking before we got to that place, we might have been able because that kicked for the, doing the crawler. Mm-hmm. We could have. We might have been able to talk you into the first our first pick. We might have been able to talk the bartender and be like, "Well, could we get the crawler of that? Like, we'll pay a better, bigger yeah, price, yeah. whatever. You know, we could have done that." Uh, we we didn't think about it. Uh, we were just like, "Hey, free beer!" Uh, it was a really good. Beer. It was really good. Um, but the other two beers they had were were really good IPAs, mm-hmm. but they weren't anything to write home about. Mm-hmm. They were they were good. Um, probably the best IPAs eh, up there is the better IPAs that we had because we had some good at Broken Lizard or uh, Dead Lizard. But yeah. Dead Lizard only did. Gr- uh, Growlers, so no, we're not going to travel home in a gro- with a growler. The only place we went to that did do crawlers was Ten Ten. Mm-hmm. Two beers we wanted for you couldn't do. The other two were you. We'd bring them home and you'd go, oh yeah, this a- tastes like an IPA. Thanks guys. 
Chris, you enjoy funky Buddha, right? That comes in bottles, right? Like, there was no way to send home a funky Buddha for me? There, uh, it would have just been the potato one. Like, the potato one was really the only one we saw uh, there. Okay. And then do you do you buy you a bottle. two or three bottles? But here's the thing. Kate, Caitlin bought two bottles. Mm-hmm. If we bought you a bottle, and I was looking at Cigar City, nothing was, like, yeah, close to date. Yeah, July wasn't for that fresh. It wasn't that fresh. But that would have been three bottles that we paid $10 for, and then we were going to pay $25 to bring it home to you. Mm. And we were just like, it's not worth it. We left the two beers that Caitlin bought for herself at Chris's house. Like, we was like, here, have these. Okay. Okay. You know, like, Mm -hmm. it just wasn't – it was an investment that just wasn't worth your money or our money. And I looked. I spent extra time looking through that beer store trying to find you something. Oh, well, I didn't realize that you did that. Yeah. Now that I hear that, yeah. I feel a lot better. <laughs> I don't – I still feel a little – I feel like you felt like when Chris and I went to see Spider-Man 2 oh, I st- you guys. I still say fuck you guys because you guys didn't contact me at all. Yeah. I kind of feel like I'm left out on the cold on the Thor Ragnarok well, right now. we – Listen, if you were to take a trip down to see Chris by yourself, and you yeah, guys well, no, did stuff, I, I, I want to go back to that place. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't feel jealous. It was like you guys were able to do a trip with him. I don't feel jealous. But I mean, well, you seem really. <laughs> you no, feel said, really butthurt about it. <laughs> I said, "Hey guys, here, here's some money. Uh, buy us yourselves a round or two. You know, bring just bring me back something." And then you're like. Then I get a text message saying, hey, we got this awesome beer for you, Paul. It's going to be so good. I'm like, awesome. We I called you excited. instantly. And then you called me back. And, and my like, wife, my wife this did is you. that. This is you. <laughs> Paul, we were it's good, Paul. We were drunk and, and we were brewery hopping. <laughs> we, ca- we felt so bad. Awesome. We called you instantly. I'm like but thinking, then we weren't that upset because we got that beer for free. <laughs> I'm like, I'm thinking the text was all set up. Everything was set up. No. No. To crush my spirits. We were just like, wait, you sent that to him? She's like, yeah. We got to get him. Caitlin was, Caitlin kept going, we got to bring, we got to bring something home for, we got to get something. You said we were going to do it. And we're like, well, we made that phone call. In our minds, that phone call was a great phone call. That just absolved us of everything. Yeah. I'm so drunk. What do you expect from us? <laughs> uh, it was like an episode that went off the rails. Paul, we'll, come down, we'll, we'll go back there. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, be like the we made. Uh, we're going to go out back there without a vacation girlfriend. So, what's, what's but going? you know what? It's fun. We hit. We hit those. We hit broke. Uh, I'd say we hit broken. Dead lizard. Dead lizard. 10 10. And then then we'll head farther out and go somewhere like Cigar City again or not Funky Buddha. I'm wearing my Uh, Angry Chair. Angry Chair. We got to go back to Angry Angry Chair. uh, Florida Beer Company. They're on the other uh, other side, but I'd like to get there at some point. You said there's the place that's in between Tampa and Orlando that just won won a medal at uh, Great American Beer Fest. And. um, What's the name of it? I can't remember. Yeah, it's in. Waterloo or Lakeland or something like that. But San we can miss. Yeah. Anytime I hear Waterloo, I always think San Dimas. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we can have a, a real fun trip. Like, yeah. sounds great. Do do a little bit of a day like that. Honestly, I'm not upset at all like, about it because I let you know before know. we went down. Like, I don't think we're going to small breweries. Yeah, that just yeah. popped up. I don't know if we're going to be able to bring you something. I knew you wouldn't. Be able to bring you. And if you didn't find anything, like it, it was fine. But it's a it's more fun on the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, okay, it's uh, Brew Hub. Yeah. Brew Hub Brewing. And it's actually on the way to Tampa. Yeah. Ooh, that'll so, be cool. like, we can always stop by there on our way to, like, Angry Chair or Cigar City. Uh, or both, because about, we're so close to each other. Yes. A little known fact about Paul is I fall asleep during the trip from Orlando to Tampa or Tampa to Orlando. And that, and that would help us out because we realized that uh, – We've hit that age where going to four breweries in one day, not the best thing to do. <laughs> we got to the last... I, I would say, like, we're dead and uh, 10, 10. 
it was after that, like, when we, we were just like, we got here to get because we were there, and this is like, eh. Yeah, we went to this one. It was a good light, red light. It had a good tap list, but it's not a place that you go if you want. Like, let's see. Like, it's just going to be stuff that they have. They go to your beer store and get, you know. Yeah. Like, I would have said, like, um, Paul, Paul and myself are going to go down and visit Chris in January. Uh, we have a later flight. Hey, on our way back from the flight, what's a cool place that's open that we can drive to real quick and do? I would go to Red, you know, Red Light would be a fun one um, because they have, like, food trucks or they have pop-up restaurants in the bar. Like, it would be, like, a fun thing just to get a drink, relax from the flight, chit-chat, then go back and go to bed. And watch a movie. Yeah. Uh, And then the next day, do breweries or do one of the parks that we were talking about doing. Breweries are better. Hanging out with Chris and drinking is better. That's that's what I want. That's why I was like, ah, screw Disney. Let's just hang out and drink. Uh, Talking about drinking. We're finishing up our vertical. We're we're on our uh, 2015... We can't both sip at the same time. It's dead air. Come on. That, yeah. Here, I'll, I'll stop for a minute. So you guys can uh, I, okay, fine. I'm, I'm ready to go. We, we've been drinking it for a while, Chris. Uh, like, yeah, we just uh, automatic. It's just an automatic thing. Oh, we're going to talk about this? Take a sip. Yeah. Um, the year old, I think, is the best version of this. The 15, I think, is still good, but it's getting that wateriness that you get from the, the 17 is kind of back. Um those flavors are still really, really good. Um, I, I'm glad that we did this now before it was even more of a yeah a, a two years on this. It was almost three years. Um, year, I think the year old you're you're winning. Like yeah. I would buy I would buy a six pack of 2017 or a four pack yeah. and hold on to it for a year to drink when I'm up for it. I would skip old Rasputin. <laughs> there, look over there. Look over there at that uh, at those bottles of Imperials that we have. Haven't had two roads uh, unorthodox. Haven't had it. It's real. It's a really good Russian Imperial. I will say Red Army is Red Army is one is of a, my favorites. Red Army from Forty Two North. That is Go a ahead, great. Chris, that is that? a great one. No, I said Red Army was really good. It's from a very local brewery, very small. It's in East Aurora, New York, which is like you go to the Bill Stadium. And you keep on driving away from civilization, and you, you might find it. And then, uh, yeah, what, what, is Creek. this a year old Otter Creek? Yeah. Um, what's really amazing? Four packs on sale at Premier, eleven like eleven dollars right now. That's that's a good price. Uh, like, almost. I would pick up any. The any Otter, of those. Otter Creek Russian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I would pick those up before Old Rasputin. The Otter Creek one I would definitely pick up. I don't know if it's still going to be as good because then they get a different brewer. Uh, yeah, but this the 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 beer I I wouldn't doubt that it's their old stuff. Oh, it's the it's the stuff that came out in the spring. Yeah. Like it's the it's the stuff that's been out. Mm-hmm. That's, um, been shelf- that's why shelf- instead of seven, what was it like sixteen or seventeen for a four pack? Mm-hmm. It's on sale for eleven because um, they're trying to get rid of it. Um, but yeah, like uh, the Russian Imperial, I think um, from from Otter Creek is is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Red Army, yeah, like those are ones that I would take. But for something that's readily available and always on the shelf, or something that you can pick up for, again, uh, six pack ten ten ninety nine for a four pack of Old Rasputin that it's I could always on the shelf. Always on the shelf, okay. I could pick up. I could put in my cellar. I can just have it ready and ready to go for when I want it. Um, and that's I think it's an, it's it an old it's an old standby. If I'm aging it for a year, creme brulee. Yeah, but that means about two years on it. It means eighteen months, year and a half. Uh, yeah. Well, it means two years. Yeah, well, it does need it does it does yeah, need about two years. Yeah, it's but it, it's something that I would go with. But I'm just saying, like I don't. But even even a year on it, I'm not not like blown away by it. I'm not like wowed. Creme brulee after eighteen months to two years, freaking delicious, man! It's a yeah, it's but best. it's a vanilla stout. It's, it's a not best. a Russian imperial. Yeah. Anytime, anytime I crack open one of those Otter Creeks, I'm amazed by it. I'm like, this is great. Anytime I open up the Fort Dune North Red Army, I'm blown away by it. How how often are you opening that up? 
this, this is your my, this, this is, is my third this bottle. is your third bottle yeah so two out of three times I've been blown <laughs> away by it this is my what third time having in a row <laughs> yeah in a row this would be my fourth time or my sixth time having uh, old Rasputin okay cool it's on the shelf I could buy it at any time but how many times how often am I like oh yeah I'm itching for it I, I have times I that Russian I'm itching. I, I have. I definitely have times where I'm itching for a Russian Imperial. Then I that, don't have. That you're like, I'm so itching for it. I'm going to wait a year. No, what I'm saying is you buy it and then you just have it for that year. Like yeah, you can yeah, open yeah. it up anytime you want. Yeah, only for a year period, though. Like, you you, I only. think you have going into that year and coming out of that year. You got more. You got. You got a good span of time to drink. Okay, so you're saying between six months and eighteen months. I would say somewhere in there somewhere you're, you're going to get the your you're going to get the sweet spot. So you got a you got a full year in there where you're really hankering for a Russian Imperial, and he won't just go out and like while it's in season pick up the Otter Creek, the uh, two roads or the forty two north like that that sweet spot won't hit like while well, those are out anyways. I don't know. But it's an. I'm just saying it's an old standby. Wait, this is the beer that introduced me to Russian Imperials, so it does have a little place in my heart. Okay. I do enjoy the flavor. Mm-hmm. I think it is a good beer. Yeah, it's good. But yes, there are better things that have come out since this is, beer has been established. Okay. But we've been drinking year, beer for 13 years. You know, eight years on this podcast where we really became snobs about it. <laughs> but even in that eight years. This probably was the number one imperial st- Russian imperial that we could get at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this and was we one even of the only Russian we even fell out get. with Storm King because they overhopped it, mm-hmm. you know. And so yes, in the last couple of years, when you can get it on a regular basis, the Russian imperial from Otter Creek is good. But here's the thing: is this coming out next year? Don't know. Don't know because it went on a what two to three year hiatus. Uh, Red Army, hey, are they brewing this next year? Yeah. Are they? Yeah, they always. They that that's they've the done they it. Want. They've done it two years in a row. It's a brand new brewery. For the two years that they've been open, one hundred percent of the time they have brewed for the Red Army. Are you going to be able to go pick it up when this beer is launched on a Saturday? Yes. Are because, you? Because you know what, it doesn't sell out. Are you sure? Yes. Because they might do a smaller batch. It might now over this time period. You're saying they're going to voodoo me? They might voodoo you. They might voodoo there, you. You could get voodooed. This could be something that uh, you didn't belong to that collector's club. Hey, you never know started. what's going to happen. You never know. So, something that I do know... You never know when your friend is going to buy tickets to go see Hulk Ragnarok without you. You never know Listen, when breweries might... You are a 35-year-old man. You 34. can... 34. <laughs> 34. Haven't hit 35 yet. You can... You can get... To the movie theater. You can contact me earlier on. You know my wife. My wife, this whole story, the whole story, the whole story about me telling you about the car ride. My wife bought tickets to Star Wars in the back of the car when we were coming back from the airport to go to Chris's house. She bought tickets for Star Wars. You guys are going to see Star Wars without me, too? Yeah. What's he telling you? What was the last Star Wars movie we saw together? Probably the one where you guys sat awkwardly with the umpire. <laughs> yeah. 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 Attack of the Clones. So, uh, ten years ago? More. <laughs> More than that, yeah, because that was 99. Uh, just going to say this, we're definitely going to go check out Brew Hub. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say what they'll have then, but right now, on tap, they have a barley wine that's been aged in green barrels. Ooh. We got a lot of parley wines down in the basement. Yeah. What else have they got, Chris? Oh, I closed it. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me get my phone. Um, I was looking at all the uh, right now. Uh, they have an IPA. They have a cider. They have a imperial red ale, a fruit beer, and uh, another IPA. They have their and then they also have a couple beers from like Gus Tap. 
which on the yeah, have a PA, a Heflin, red imperial stone, five water, figer, uh, radio, uh, uh, American light lager, a blonde, IPA, a porter, pale ale, IPA. Uh, when we were at Red Light, Red Light, <clears throat> Chris had a uh, two-hearted on cask, and that was really delicious. It was super really from, hazy. Uh, uh, ballast, ballast Point? No, from... Um, oh, from... Uh, oh, what's... That's the, the one from... Michigan. Michigan. So that we're not a big fan of. Yeah. Uh, Bells. 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 Uh, but, man, it was, like, hazy as could be. Like, it looked like orange juice in his glass, and it was... Fantastic, man! Was that good? That was good. Can't wait to go see Chris. Yeah, this is a couple months away. Should do it. I booked tickets. I'm yeah. Remind me of the days I can request it. Uh, January twentieth through January twenty third. Gotcha. Done. Let's do a meetup. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners, any any fans in the Orlando area, and you're not crazy, and you look good, meet us up. Paul needs a vacation girlfriend. 